There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and it is Wednesday. Wednesday. Jim, how you doing today? <laughs> doing good, brother. Doing good. Got a little cold blast coming through the Midwest, and, uh, you know, the weather changed again. So make sure to consult with your local governor. She'll tell you exactly what's going on with bubble change and the temperature tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later, too. We're going to talk about the coming uh, the ban on gas and propane and oil. But uh, before that... That's- we got Dr. Kirk Elliott with us, and we're going to talk about the state of the economy. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you, Josh? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm going through the news, the economic news, and uh, I, I guess I'm doing better than that. Well, you are probably doing better than that. I I mean, there's there's pretty much everything in the world can be doing better than that right now. I mean. You're looking at, at, at what's happening. It's like, okay, we just came off the the weakest retail year. I mean, in I mean, and who knows how long for for the, over the holiday season, there was no Santa rally, right? Uh, in fact, just a couple days ago, Amazon said they're laying off another eighteen thousand people. Okay, that's it's pretty big considering they laid people off prior to that, um, and then Salesforce. You know, which which does all the CRM systems and kind of back office service type stuff for for companies all over the world, right? They're laying off ten percent of their workforce. It's like, okay, if the business if businesses are booming, if the economy is booming, companies would be hiring. They would need things like Salesforce, right? But no, they don't. So they're laying off ten percent. So, but it gets worse than that, right? It's it's you look at you look at the banking system, and this is really where we're starting to see the economic problems manifest themselves in a big way. So the Swiss central bank, you know, mm-hmm. when people look at the Swiss banks, it's like, oh, they're the safest, they're the biggest, they're the best, right? Well, the Swiss central bank posted its biggest loss in its 116-year history. Um, they lost $143 billion in 2022. $143 billion. It's the most in its 116-year history. That's massive, right? But but it <laughs> yeah. starts to get worse, right? Because let's talk about domestic, right? Because that's Switzerland, you know, we're here in America, right? But so here's where um, it came out this week, um, the FDIC. So this is, this is a huge story. It's like a bombshell kind of a story to me. So they, the FDIC bankers discussed bail-ins to deal with an impending market collapse. They did this in November, and now the video is coming out of their meeting where they're like scurrying and saying, oh no, we can't let the public know about this because it would cause mass hysteria, right? It would cause a run on the banks. We can't let the public know, but the bankers need to know that there's a, an impending collapse coming, right? So it's like, what? It's like, well, they're on video. They're actually on video saying, we can't let the public know about this. So you look into the you look into what they're talking about, and words have meaning, right, Josh? So, mm-hmm. so let's define some terms here. What's the FDIC? So the FDIC is simply the insurance, 
that we all have on our bank accounts, right? So when you open up a bank account anywhere, it says, okay, FDIC insurance up to 250000 for your deposit. So people should think that their bank accounts are checking their savings is the safest place to park their cash. I mean, it's not even invested in the markets, right? It's not tied to the stock market, bond market. It's just sitting there in the banks. And we have insurance on it up to 250000 Well, so that's what the FDIC, right, is it's the insurance on your bank accounts. Well, the bankers were discussing bail-ins. So what's a bail-in? A bail-in is just a, a one-off government tax that says, hey, people of Venezuela or Argentina or Cyprus or Greece or America, right? Because after the Dodd-Frank bill, we have bail-in legislation already approved, right? So the government can do it. If they need money, they just go into people's checking accounts or brokerage accounts and say, because you're a faithful citizen and we've done so good for you as the government leaders, we kind of ran out of money and we're just going to do a one-off tax. So let's say the bail-in tax is 10%. It's like, all right, you had $100,000 in the bank tomorrow, you're going to have 90 after the tax. That's how a bail-in works. So then what are they dealing with? An impending market collapse. Not maybe a market collapse or something down the road, but an impending one. So here's, here's, those are the terms that we're defining, right? So, so here's what they were talking about. The FDIC has a committee called the Systemic Resolution Advisory Committee, or SRAC, They held a meeting in November to discuss how the next market crash, remember, words have meanings, the next market crash would occur and what steps would need to be taken to ensure that not everybody tries pulling their money out of the financial system at the same time. So one FDIC member noted in this meeting that while institutions will soon be able to figure out the dire implications of a financial collapse, the general public should not know this. They shouldn't know because it would lead to the unintended consequence of people pulling their money out of the bank. So it's like, why is this a big issue? Well, it's a big issue because the banks don't really have money right now, Josh. As of last year, um, the, the Fed changed the reserve requirement to zero. So banks don't have to have any money on hand. And through a reverse repo mechanism, they took $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the systems. So they took out $2.5 trillion. They changed the reserve requirement to zero, so there's no money there. So if there is a run on the bank, there's really no money. Well, you know who else doesn't have money? The reason for this meeting, the FDIC. So they can't insure everyone because the FDIC insures $9 trillion of checking and savings accounts. That's all the deposits in America, right? How much do they have on hand? What are their assets? $125 billion. So $125 billion divided by $9 trillion, what is that? It's 1.38% of all bank deposits are insured by the FDIC. So forget the $250,000 threshold, right? They, only have, they can only insure up to almost 1.4% of all deposits. No wonder they're saying the public can't know about this because there would be a run on the banks, right? So, so if there were a run on the banks in 2023, what would be the end result? It would be the mother of all quantitative easing stimulus programs. I mean, they'd probably have to print 5 to $7 trillion just to bail out the banks after they just spent $1.7 trillion on the stupid spending bill that the lame duck Congress passed. It's like there's, there's not enough trillions around. 
that they could do, it would cause more inflation than what we've ever known. But the, the point of all of this is the banking system is in dire straits, and FDIC only insures 1.4% of people's assets. Whoa. That's, um, that's scary, Kirk, because here's the thing, and we've seen this historically, is that when these events happen, it's not the people who fund these banks, who fund the system, that get bailed out. It's the billionaires, it's the bankers, it's the corporations that get bailed out. And so even with that low rate there on the FDIC insurance, that's not going to the average household who has twenty or $30,000 in savings when their money's completely wiped out from the bank. And for everybody out there, what this really means, the banks are bankrupt. There's no money in there. What you see within your ledger balance is fake money. It's not real. They're allowing you to take it out. But if everybody went there to take it out at the same time, the same thing that happened in 1929 would happen is a run out of banks would occur. They would stop people from taking their money out. Exactly what they're doing in China and the Hunan province is they would shut down transportation. They would have the police outside of the banks. They wouldn't let you in. You would not be able to access your money. This is potentially coming. I was reading um, Zero Hedge earlier. What if a black swan of 2023 is the Fed succeeds? What if the black swan event of 2023 is that the Federal Reserve actually succeeds? This is this is crazy. Yeah, this this is crazy. And you know, over the holidays, we saw. I saw it's a wonderful life, right? And the same thing happened there, right? People couldn't get their money out of the bank accounts. Like, that's not a wonderful life, right? When, when pe- this should be people's safest asset. They've, it's, it's not even tied to the markets yet. What do the banks do with the money? They inject it into the market. So in essence, your checkings, your saving accounts are tied into the markets because that's what the banks do with the money, right? They lend it out. They, they, they leverage it. They're putting it out for mortgages that people are having a propensity to not pay them back. Credit cards, people are having a propensity to not pay them back because the economy is so bad. But banks also invest in the stock market. They invest in the bond market, right? So checkings and savings accounts are, are the money that banks use to invest in other things, right? So, so the markets have a big deal in, on, on, and an impact on the safety of your checking and savings accounts. And now that the FDIC is so underinsured and undercovered, I mean, no wonder they were in, in a meeting. I, I actually can't believe they had it on video. It's like, what, are these guys that dumb that yeah. they would actually talk about this on video? I mean, but, but we've got the video to watch. I mean, it's, it's wild that they're saying the public cannot know about this, right? Because they know what the unintended consequence and what the ramifications of that would be. There would be a run on the bank. Almost guaranteed. In a world where there's no guarantees, if people knew that their money in the bank wasn't there, they would try to get it out. And they would try to get it out immediately. Wow. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. We're after this with Dr. Sue. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. 
How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. We're talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Kirk, the World Bank warns global economy perilously close to falling into a recession. The World Bank slashed its global growth outlook from 2022 to 2022 to 2.9% and 3% respectively. I think that so this is almost half at 1.7% for forecasted for 2023. Um, we're seeing many different hedge firms, banking institutions coming out and saying that this recession is right around the corner. What what do you think we're going to see in 2023? Okay, so with that, I can't believe I'm actually agreeing with the World Bank, right? But but <laughs> I think that they're right. I mean, here's here's the thing: their projected forecast is is 2.9 to 3 percent, right? What's inflation? Inflation is 7.1. So when you look at gross domestic product, and this is how they measure growth from country to country to country, right? Is is that is the, the sum of all of the retail prices of everything that people are buying and that were produced and, and bought in that country, right? So, so if inflation is 7.1%, you would think, all right, for the economy to be growing, it's got to be at 7.1% plus because that's just inflation. Well, it's not. The growth is half or less than half of the inflation rate, which means the economy has actually shrunk by about 50%. That's what that tells me. When the growth 
is is half of what inflation is, mm-hmm. that just means that, that there's actually economic shrinkage. It, it's not that the growth rate is slowing down. That that's bad, right? But it's how much. Well, if, if inflation were zero and the economy grew by three point nine and GDP was three point nine percent, it's like okay, that was three point nine percent growth. Well, it's not because it's it's half of what the inflation rate is. This is the insidious nature of, of rising prices and, and inflation and people that can't afford to buy. When people can't afford to buy, um, manufacturers shut down because it's why, why would you manufacture stuff if people can't afford to buy it, right? So, mm-hmm. so this is what's happening with the inflationary pressures. I think um, that it's actually going to look worse than, than what the, the World Bank says. I mean, and I hate to be a prophet of gloom and doom, but when you look at the reality of what we're faced with globally is is you've got you've got high prices everywhere inflation is not just here in america it's everywhere you've got rising interest rates everywhere to slow down inflation that's everywhere right and and you've got this global economic slowdown now with that i don't think we've even seen the beginning of the price increases yet and especially when when you've got russia that's going to be cutting off oil exports to the G7 nations, which are America, the largest industrialized nations in, in Europe, Western Europe, and Japan. You know, the largest oil gas producer in the world is not going to sell oil and gas to these countries. That's going to be low supply, same amount of demand, and it's going to cause prices to go through the roof. And oil is used in everything, Josh, in everything. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, even the people who love their green energy, right? It's like, I want a clean environment too, but solar power, wind power, um, their electric cars, they all use petroleum, right? Because what what's what lubricates the gears in, in the windmills? Well, oil, right? What, what about the bearings in your tires in your electric Tesla? Oil. What about the plastic dashboard? Well, that's all made from petroleum products, right? You can't escape it. I don't care how green you are. You can't escape petroleum products. And so so when price of oil is probably going to double this year, it's going to have a dramatic impact on prices and, and cause even more economic slowdown. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I always talk about this, gold and silver. This is why we need to prepare. Gold is going to be unstoppable in 2023 2024 moving into 2024 i talked about this a while back it was uh, the kentucky congressman tennessee or kentucky who introduced the bill in november which i believe is going to be reintroduced here in this new session to return to the gold standard now with seeing what the republicans are doing the freedom caucus we just saw them make a move to basically disband the irs remove the 16th amendment in the income tax to audit the Federal Reserve Bank, and then we have this other bill that potentially returns to a gold standardization. I doubt it's going to happen, but what are your thoughts? Well, I kind of doubt it's, it's going to happen as well. But, there, but what, what's interesting, though, is we are moving towards that globally, though. And so when I say that I don't think it's going to happen, I don't think it's going to happen real soon. But I do think that it's happened. Because I think as central bank digital currencies come in, the digital version of paper-based money, right? Um, I think there's going to be alternative systems, alternative currencies that, that start to come in to compete. Because people aren't going to want 
what's coming with central bank digital currency. So you're probably going to have a gold-backed currency. Even even the BRICS nations are already backing their currency with gold, right? So so there is a movement, but it's but here in America, it's like they're so slow to act. They're always behind the eight ball economically. But I think we're going to have to do that to compete with the BRICS nations that are already going to be backing their currency, even their their central bank digital currency with gold, right? But but here there is a trend. I just read a, a report over the weekend, actually, um, that there's there's legislation in in Missouri, pending legislation, to actually um, have gold and silver be a fungible currency, hmm. right? Meaning you can use it. But well, they they already have this law that goes back maybe maybe eight or ten years in Utah, and also in Wyoming, where where it's actually a currency. Okay, so here's the thing, and I was thinking about this this weekend. If gold and silver are currency in those states, you don't have to pay capital gains tax when you're trading currency back and forth, right? So it's like, wow, what? How could you? How could you tax? You know, the sale of what would be an investment. And I'm just thinking out loud here, right? Because this is an interesting concept. It's like if they make it a currency and you're trading it back and forth. It's not like you're selling an investment. It's actually a currency, right? So, mm-hmm. so if we start moving in that direction, the demand for gold and silver is going to be so out of this world. But it already is, Josh. It already is. So not only do you have three states, you know, two already and one more that's talking about having gold um, be a a currency, you know, a, a legitimate currency in those states. You've got countries that are maybe wanting to back their currency with gold. Well, you already have a short supply because if you add up, for example, all of the miners, the gold miners in the world, and all of the silver miners, their stock values, the market share doesn't even equal Tesla, one company, right? Okay. So, so you've got this low supply, very little, um, you know, market share in in the industry. But what does that mean? Means when there's that little little interest in it, and gold and and you have little supply, the gold and silver prices will start to go through the roof because it doesn't take that much action to try to make those prices move. Which is why we've seen silver go up 37 percent in the last 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Most people would say, "Hey, Kurt, this that would be an amazing return in a year," but it's been in 12 weeks. So what is that times? You know, that's about 40 percent. That's about 150 something percent a year annualized growth. Well, what if what if the trend gets cut in half? Well, then so what? So it's like 75 percent. Well, if it gets cut in half from that again, half of a half. Well, now it's 37 and a half. What if it cuts gets cut in half from that? See, these numbers are these trends are so strong and so big that even if they get cut in half and half and half again, it's still an amazing investment. And that's yeah. because we have low supply and high demand. So, Kirk, people are going to want to probably work with you. They're going to want to give you a call. I can already feel this. People who have IRAs, people who want to create IRAs, transfer them over for free. Maybe even people who have 401k questions or stuck in a 401k or they have a non-managed 401k from a former employer. Um, we know they can go to getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com. They can give you a call at 720 720- Six zero five three nine zero zero. Okay, so you can also find that by getting going to getgoldtoday.com. Um, but but how is your team gonna? What, what's your team gonna do? How how does this process work? So they give us a call, 
And, and actually, they really need to now that the FDIC only has 1.4% of deposits insured, right? So give us a call. And, and the way that it works is they'll, they'll talk to one of my schedulers. We have like nine of them, right? And, 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 and we'll ask you some questions. What caused you to want to reach out? What was it that Josh and Kirk were talking about that caused you to want to reach out? Just answer them. Tell them what you've got. They'll set you up on our calendars, uh, myself and one of my advisors, where we'll do a free consultation. Set up a unique strategy customized to you to navigate through this crisis and get you out of harm's way. Awesome. Kirk, much appreciated, my friend. We'll see you next week on the Dark Delight Show. You have a great day. Guys, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. All right. You, Jim, how are we doing today? Doing good, sir. Hey, you know, we've been talking about the, um, <laughs> the impending doom. Uh, on a lighter note, uh, do you want me to let me, light, let me ask you a question? Let me ha- can I do a hypothetical here? We'll sure, play along sure. for a minute. So, what if, what if this whole blockchain thing? Uh, that they're doing here with uh, this whole thing. They're going to go in, they're going to create a collapse, not only through the FTX portion of it, things, but everything else. But then the only thing that's going to be quote unquote left, left standing because we all ran to this, right? Cause it's cash is horrible. So let's go to this. What if in reality, that's the great big trap to, to backdoor us into some, um, the globalist coin, which then puts everything, thing on their ledger every single transaction is trackable through their ledger which means we turn into hunger games instantaneously because we ran to the blockchain because we found we thought it was safe but in reality it's their trap they're trapping us by running to it so when we're in the blockchain they can tax every single transaction they can turn off your money because they own the, ch- the exchange and you, so this is where we usher in the uh, social credits and where you can buy zones and stuff, which is Hunger Games. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting about the zone thing because have you ever seen the movie? Um, I, I, it's with Justin Timberlake. I think it's called In Time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and yeah. time is the currency, and you have to move through different. Um, zones and you have to pay to get into each zone so if you wanted right, to travel yeah. from to like from new york to california you'd have to transfer like four different zones and pay tons of money and the wealthier mm-hmm. the zone so the wealthier the region the more money you'd have to pay to get into Which it time is money and time is money yeah yeah so the time it's the time on your arm so the, num- the numbers expire you expire so you can have exactly. a whole bunch of time or very little. And that's, I mean, the burn rate in which your life lives, right? So burn rate, what what are you going through? Um, but if you're not a cool kids club participant, then, you know, you're not going to get a factor of four accumulation of your time or deletion of your time. So there's, I mean, there's so many ways that like we're rushing to this saying we're wanting blockchain, but what if the blockchain is actually the greatest trap of it all that they're just going to backdoor it? They're like, oh, oh, by the way, we're just going to regulate and all this other stuff is fart in the wind. It all evaporates and all we have is this. 
that's that what that's why the silver gold is is really I think guys has to be the answer to be able to try to keep some type of some type of freedom uh, of choice. But that was my mind blow for the morning. (laughs) Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I don't disagree with you on anything that you're saying. I think that uh, um, we're we're headed towards a controlled economic situation to where Mm -hmm. these people will control the economy at all costs because that's their point. And and they want to do this in the most conducive methodology possible. So when we start look at the economy, you know, all of this global collapse, this isn't being brought about because of incompetence. The incompetence was allowed to happen to bring this about. Mm -hmm. And that's a perspective we need to see because they already have a new system waiting there to be implemented. And that new system is central bank digital currencies. They got everybody teased and tested on blockchains. Wow, this is so great. This is awesome. This is cool. And then they took it away from you, or now we're going to give you centralized blockchain, which they're going to say is the same thing, but it's not. And they're going to come in, and they're going to control every aspect of your life with spending. And so people say, well, how are they going to be able to take away all those gas lines? You know, power companies aren't going to allow that to happen. Well, how about this? Is Once you have a currency that can be programmed in the sense of spending habits, in the mm-hmm. sense that, let's say that you're only allocated $100 a month for gas, for natural gas for your home. $100 a month for natural gas for your home. That's propane and everything, okay? So that means that when you go over that, it automatically shuts off. There's an automatic shutoff valve for your house. Hmm. And the valve just shuts off. And, and there's right. no more left. That's it. Until next month. And then guess what's happened? Government regulations come out. Hey, we're reducing that to $50. We're reducing that to $20. And they'll slowly wean you off of it until you go and get an electric stove. And then they'll have it gone. But, you know, Kirk is right that they're never going to get rid of petroleum products. I mean, they're everywhere. But that's not their point. Their point is not to get rid of petroleum products. The point is to control energy consumption. Well, do you see the tribalism that, that this, this creates? Like the tribalism, like oh, I'm a, I'm for the earth. I'm you know, I hug the earth and the trees, and and then we fight over that, and then we fight over you know the, it, what the foot what football team you like, and it's what college team you like, and then it's you know, I mean, it's amazing how they've got us to fight in the gladiator games, and they just kind of just you know they just you know kick a little dust, and we start fighting each other over you know for that moment, um, and we've got to live life with purpose. I mean, they really have. Uh, that's our that's our out, guys. It's just live life with purpose. Like literally, start taking control of your life. That is the only way you beat this whole system, the matrix. But if you're not careful, the Hunger Games, where we're competing for food scraps, you know, because we're going to willing to send our best of the best in there to entertain you, know, entertain me. You know, it's this gladiator effect. I mean, it, well, all we got to do is just stand up together, and it's over. But I, I just I wish we had that. That we were really. Uh, I mean, look at Brazil. I'm I'm impressed by those people. But that you know they're they're doing it from an election. We're watching our economy and be destroyed and eaten up. We should have been out there, you know. I think years ago, actually, really demanding a true, you know, toilet flush of our government to get things back on track. Well, we have a lot of potential right now with conservatives in Congress, but I don't think that that's right. really going to have too much impact, other than uh, a few investigations which people will cheer, like the. Uh, like what you're talking about, like the Hunger Games. Yay, they're going after them. Yay, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're going to see. But We get an extra piece of bread this month. We win. What yeah, we get win? an extra piece of bread. Now, if they actually went through, if somehow, some way, okay, they actually mm-hmm. rescinded the 16th Amendment 
and they got rid of uh, uh, the IRS, I mean, I would be just mind blown. I would be woke. If they did that, that's a stud move. IRS and consumption tax, you talk about leveling the playing field instantaneously from the poorest to the richest. Literally, everybody pays their part on consumption mm-hmm. tax. And I, and I say consumption tax is not on food and it's not on utilities or, you know, your home because those are basic needs. Those are those are those are your rights. That's what you, you know, you get to live. Right. That's what you get to go pursue your happiness. So don't tax me on my happiness. You know, tax me on the things that I consume that's outside of that. And then you live off of it, government. And my not my job is not to sit there and wildly pay for your dreams. My job is to tell you to live within the money I gave you. So if I'm only giving you 100 bucks, Mr. Government. Then that's all you get. You better hold back ten percent because maybe next time I'm not going to have that hundred bucks. Maybe I'm going to have ninety. Mm-hmm. So we really there is an, amazing answers out there. I think a lot of them are super simple. A consumption tax, boom, over. We get rid of the Leviathan called the IRS and how it's destroyed people's lives and gone in. I mean, they still owe me t- uh, that's like eight thousand dollars from like 2012, Who does? but they can't find the file. Do you think that's an excuse I can use for them if I don't show up with my paperwork the way they want it? <laughs> I mean, this is this is my government saying, "Well, you just can't find the file. It's in the Philadelphia office." I'm like, what does that mean? What is it? You're the IR, you are the IRS. Why am I? What is Philadelphia? I never. Why didn't go to Philadelphia to file my taxes? What? Well, you know. You know. How about this? But, is uh, last year tax collection revenue was about two point seven trillion dollars? Okay. Hmm. Now, if they went with this consumption tax, <clears throat> we're looking, let's just assume, so quarterly GDP brings in about 15, so last year, this is 2022, which was a bad year, okay, right. brought in approximately $15.4 per quarter. That was a bad year, okay? So with that, $15.4 times four quarters, okay? Right. Is about 1.8 trillion in taxes they would bring in from that hard economic time. Now right. that's not including corporate tax and all these other taxes. That's just consumption tax. Right. So you're talking that they could actually double the amount of tax revenue that they're bringing in each year <laughs> by going to a consumption tax. Now think about this: is if people weren't paying income tax and had that money freed up, where does that money right. go? It goes into goods and services. It goes into it property. Spins the economy faster. Yeah. It spins yeah. the economy. Faster. I always think of the economy as like a, bu- a bucket of water. It's all the same money, but how fast that water is spinning in that bucket is how fast the economy is moving. And if you start putting things or filters in the way called taxes, the water slows down, so it can't spin as fast. That's a great analogy. That, that's a great analogy. And, and then you have a siphon in the bottom bucket that, uh, well, that, that really is not filters. They're siphons. But right. uh, they're taking away yeah, from Yeah, but you'll get as much spin out of a little bit of water as you do big water, right? Yeah. So the more money you leave in there, the bigger they'll spin. It, it, it's all right here in front of us. I mean, guys, it's literally stand up. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how else to motivate people. What, see, what, what is the flair? Well, what do you do? Well, Jim, here's the problem it is – they know this. They know that going to a flat tax or consu- like a 3.5% flat tax or consumption tax, okay? Let's just say right. it's a consumption tax because that means that every purchase that you make, you're paying 3.5% of the federal government, okay? So everything Thank that you buy, you're paying 3.5% of the federal government. doesn't matter what you buy, right. okay? Right. 3.5% of the federal government. They're going to pull in 2 to $3 trillion a year just from that alone. And that's, that's a low, incredibly low estimate in a recessional time. Now, right. think about this for a second. If more people had more money to go out there and spend, 
then that would increase two or threefold. Well, here's the thing. Why do they have the income tax in the first place? It's not about tax revenue. It's about taking away the income of the American person so they don't have that money up front to go out there and purchase things, to get nice things, to save money, to buy property, and these types of things. That's the key. It's a system of enslavement, not prosperity. Slavery with more steps. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. See you. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. So, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. We see this happen just today. The FAA has uh, a computer failure, quote unquote, computer failure. The biggest We're grounding. We're the government. Since, We're here to help. Yeah. The biggest grounding since 9 11. There's fears of a hack, travel chaos. Okay. Now, uh-huh. uh, this is coming from. Uh, the the not Sam system. Okay, I, I worked right. in the airlines in IT, corporate IT, uh, senior level for a long, long time. I can tell mm-hmm. you right now that the the Natam system is old, antiquated. Um, it has a central point of failure. It comes directly from I, I think there's two points of uh, of distribution for it, but each airport really? has their own server. Oh yeah, there's a central point. Yeah. Um, but 
Are they still using tube technology in there where they replace the tube? No, 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 no. They're, <laughs> they're at least like Dells or something. But <laughs> The old DOS system with the ribbon paper. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing. is like you're starting to think like maybe it's a hack or something like that. I don't think that's what it was. I think this was an operation. I think that this potentially could have been a clandestine operation. Now, why do mm-hmm. I think that? Because just yesterday, January 10th, a nuke plot was smashed. A deadly shipment of uranium was seized at the Heathrow Airport en route to Iranians based in the UK, sparking a terror probe. And so they're trying to make a dirty bomb with this uranium. And so another uranium. article dated today, inside Iran's terror network within sleeper cells of fanatics ready to strike the UK and the US as uranium is seized at Heathrow. So if they're hmm. sending in, if there's terror cells in the US and the UK and they're sending uranium to Heathrow, why wouldn't they be sending that to the United States? Well, yeah. Well, the south border, southern border is wide open. They're catching Iranians. They're catching Sudanese, Sudanese yeah. Chinese. I mean, all these mid- Middle Eastern uh, people on the border constantly. That's the ones they're catching. Yeah. So, so, so let's think it, about this. Is this, this intelligence came in last night. They seized this uranium yesterday. A few hours later, the FAA has a complete outage, grounds all flights in the United States of America. And now, there, but there now it's up and operational on. again. Yeah, but now it's up and operational again. Right. That is um, highly improbable. I, I think that hey, uh, you just got to you got to reboot it, bro. Just unplug it and plug it back in. It works. I, every I time. think they detected that there was probably some one of these in a cargo shipment on one of these planes. They wanted to mm-hmm. isolate the plane, get everybody, stop putting airplanes in the sky, get everybody in the sky down, leave that one right. plane up in the sky, and then have fighter jets take it into a military installation. Keep it off the radar, not disclose it yep. to the public or promote fear, because obviously there could be some you know, um, rem- remote access would trigger a dirty bomb or something like that. I, I think right. that that's potentially what was what we're talking about here. Oh, there's and that's a, the plausibility of that is as far superior over just the idea of resetting the old modem. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's there's got to be something else to it. There, and that's see, Josh, this is where we talk about why is that we have these questions because we don't have truth and transparency. We really there's so many things out there that we have to be the sleuth constantly going in there and finding out what the real answer is. And that's not what we pay for. What do we've never? I don't. And I, you know, I'm I, unless I'm just did. Did I grow up in a different America? Like I thought we were supposed to have this transparency. We're above board with the shine line on top of the hill, but we're some of the biggest creeps out there. I mean, we really are. Well, I'm going to spy on your Facebook because that's <laughs> that's you know, like you want to look at my Facebook? It's public, bro. You don't even have to spy on me. <laughs> Anyway, I well, it's, it's not um, about your Facebook. It's about the the micro interactions that occur when you're right. on the Facebook app. It's how you interact with the data, the information, how you're holding your phone, where you're holding your phone, where you're located at. All that data gets uploaded within Facebook. That's what that's really about. It's about ha- right. habits and behaviors. So, isn't our phone doing exactly what they were doing in the Batman movie, where they created its own sonar? I mean, isn't that what all phones do? Is they're creating the sonar of the room that you're in, so you're basically mapping the entire world for them at all times. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, it's interesting because uh, the University of Idaho killer mm-hmm. was um, just discovered by utilizing phone pings. And so they used geofencing to discover mm-hmm. this guy 
through various phone pings of knowing his location near the murder, which was uh, debunked by fact checkers uh, quite a few months ago when the 2000 Mules documentary came out and said that's how they uh, they they found the mules who were dropping off the thousands and thousands of ballots at the ballot boxes where you see only three cell phones within a 24 hour period go to a drop box, but yet 20,000 ballots were dropped off at that drop box. And they said, Oh no, that's not real. We, we debunked this. That, that's not possible. But <laughs> the police just used the same technology to catch well, the university of Idaho. That's killer. different. That's right. different technology, sir. That's something completely different. You don't know what you're talking about. It, it's it's only like, different. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just different. See, this is different, Josh. You obviously don't understand science. I mean, so it's I, when I'm using it, it's science. When you talk about it, you're, fa- you're fake. So just go away. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. So, this is dumb. We, we got, it's gaslighting. They gaslighted you there. That's what so that is. I want to apologize to you because I thought you were Uh-oh. joking yesterday. When Which you part? talked about the data that that the what was in the files at the University of Pennsylvania and the classified yeah. information at Joe Biden, I thought you were yeah. joking. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was, thought you were. I literally real. thought you. I'm like, don't joke about that. That's a, that's a serious <laughs> thing, man. Don't joke about. You weren't joking. No, it was literally no. Ukraine, Russia, it's, and Chinese intel. It's, yeah. It's worse. I was just giving you the, the catch point. I was giving you the Reader's Digest cover. It's, it's just worse. because you the sounded books. so sarcastic when you were talking about it. You're like, oh, yeah, well, what it, we're going to find out is this information was from Ukraine, China, and Russia. I'm like, dude, don't put that out there. <laughs> but it was. It was. But that's just it. It was. It was. it was so bad. Well, I was being sarcastic because it's like, what are they going to do to defend this guy? What are they going to do? Well, what is it? Joy Behart comes out. She's like, well, we know, you know, Trump's a liar. We need to give him the benefit of the doubt. Biden, he's that great. He's a great guy. We're working on the bicycle thing with him, and soon he'll catch his balance and he'll be amazing, but we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt for now. I mean, that's what I was saying. Is like That's why I was being sarcastic about it, because like, well, here we go. And what's the cover-up on this going to be? You know I mean, we already have the laptop. I had Rudy Giuliani on my show right before the 2020 election. I mean, I had him on my radio show, and he's telling me all about the stuff that was on there back then. And we're still acting as if somehow we're trying to validate these these stupid laptops. It's like, guys, we've already seen the content. We've already blocked out the videos. It's everhere. Uh, yeah. Now we're. Oh, come on. Well, DOJ, you know what? You know, you know what's going to come out next is that this this. Uh, this nonsense about classified documents at the University of Pennsylvania is just uh, Russian disinformation. Why? Okay, how do you get into like a university has like a thing for you? I mean, what is the what kind of? Well, did butt you see that, that? Did you see that Donald Trump came out and said, "I wonder how Mitch McConnell's wife Elaine Chow is connected to this." Oh, oh, cocaine, Mitch, huh? Yeah, $55 million was given to the University of Pennsylvania from Chinese donors. Now, I want everybody to kind of understand how this works, right? Joe Biden leaves some classified documents on intelligence between Ukraine, China, and Russia in his desk, unlocked in an office at the University of Pennsylvania. Chinese donors come in, which are organized through Elaine Chow, to come in and donate to the University of Pennsylvania. They come in and they get a tour and they say, hey, oh, what's this office? Oh, that's uh, the, the, the then Vice President Joe Biden's former office. Oh, can, can we go in there? I just I got to take a phone call. I got to take a phone call. And they go into that office. They sit down. They take the intelligence. They take some pictures of it. They send it back to hometown and they leave. And that mm-hmm. was $55 million for them. See, that's where <laughs> I just 
you know, it's like, okay, you only get 30 minutes in this room with the door locked. Okay, mm-hmm. in this one room. I mean, what is it like? Is it like an escape room or something? Whatever you can find, before? you can keep. <laughs> there might be. Oh my God, it's for God, this it's in secret. the top. Yay! <laughs> it's like, if you find the file, you get to escape the room to this. I mean, yeah. you imagine this is the joke through, of it, right? Like, you know, like confidential documents are like five bucks. Classified documents yeah. like a hundred bucks. But you get the top secret one too. That's like a thousand bucks. You're on a quota. You're on a quota. You're on a you know on a commission basis. We only pay for performance here. So. Oh God. All right, guys. I am out of here for the day. You're going to be back with Jim Price for the next hour of the Dark Delight Show. Have a great day. I will see you tomorrow. Jim will see you in a few minutes. Great. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome, everybody. I appreciate you guys all coming back. The Dark Delight, second hour here on Wednesday, WYSL. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm Jim Price. My uh, co-host, Josh, stepped away. So you guys got me for the last hour here. And as we're going through all this stuff, as you see the things going on around you, I mean, you it's great to be able to have people that talk like you or, say, or t- do things like you in a way that you can understand. And then you start getting into the greater expansion of knowledge and those things. And it's me and Josh, we go back and forth, and there's a lot of things that you can gain just from listening to us, you know, correct each other or push back on each other. But in reality, you know, this is how we grow. This is what we, how we normalize conversations. And, and because you sit there in the grocery line and you hear somebody saying something and you're like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. It's not my day to day. I'm not doing it. The sad part of it is, is if you don't start actually standing up for what is truth, the perpetuation of those lies continue. And you're like, well, I don't know why this is going on all the time. Well, it's going all the time because you let it. I mean, your silence is your compliance. You are complying and you're silent. And so you say, well, okay, well, we'll just let that go. This is the problem. This is that right there. Just that's the base level problem for me right there. When I look at the situation, I say the thin blue line has to really figure out what the Constitution is about, getting them constitutionally educated and actually quit trying to be policy enforcers, trying to be the people that are going out and doing things that – Really, we see things or basic treatment daily lives. We just don't feel like we're police doing things that they're doing, right? And so this is all ties into the money. It all ties into control. It, it all ties into the complicated, complicated, I can't even say complicated, right? Because it's so complicated. Um, the, the complicated slavery system that we are really in. And we won't want to act like we're not slaves. We're like, I could go to wherever I want when I want. But can you? I mean, you get into a car that's regulated and governed by your your government. The fuel that goes in it has been completely taxed and butchered and is not efficient at all for what we need to do in our transportation system. You know, the tires and the, the disposal of, and that's just your car. 
Well, then the little key fob that you have or whatever it is, electronic chip, that's another thing that the FCC is involved. Why is the FCC involved in the communications with my vehicle and the key fob? Because it goes through the air. And then you have, I mean, so what I'm saying is you say you have control. You say you have freedom of your, your, your body and, and you just got all these liberties. But do you really? Do you really? When you really start breaking it down, there are people in this country cannot collect rainwater off of their roof. Are you kidding me? This, this is freedom, right? So when I sit there and start peeling back the onion or I pull back the veil and you see who's really controlling all this, you really have to start going, okay, full stop. Something's going to change. And my concern is, is that we keep looking to these safety things because we want safety first, safety first, safety first. But what, if, what about self-reliance? How is that? How is self-reliance not literally the catchphrase of everybody's day, every single minute, every day, self-reliance? I need to do this without anybody else interfering, without any government intervention. And what would that look like? How amazing would it be if you honestly could just be free and have a free market? I'm, I'm, guys, I'm not a capitalist. I'm a free market guy. I want free markets. I want to be able to have people exchange within themselves freely. I don't want to have a litigious society where some people can get sued. And some people can't, like the pharmaceutical companies or your legislators or the judges or the DAs because they have immunity. But I can read in my constitution where they don't. So are we going to default our conversation back to the, the, the constitution or are we going to start where we last stopped in an argument? If we stop at the last stop of the last argument, we're going to be so far away with the constitution, we won't understand the constitution. And that's how they did it. That's how they did it. They snuck it in. They kept pushing you away from the original topic and away from the original source of answer and away from what you should actually control, what, what your life should be actually ran by, which is a document that controls your government. I mean, guys, if you're telling me that a bunch of guys said, hey, we're really tired of this tyranny, we're going to create our own tyranny. If you think that that's what they were doing, then you haven't, you haven't paid attention here. These guys understood what it was like to house soldiers in their home where they would take your food, where they would take your cattle, where they would take your horses, where they would take your daughter. They did what they wanted because they had immunity to the crown. Anything they wanted to do as a soldier to the crown, you had to comply with. And you don't think that they were a little peeved with that, a little tired of that, a little tired of that abuse? And then they didn't work. Oh, well, we don't want to put that in the, in the Constitution. It's simply stated in there that you do not have to house, you will not, do not have to house military in your home. And then yet we're, we, we, re, we blaze by that, acting like that's just, well, that's, yeah, that's what we do. It's in the Constitution. But what else is in there? A well-regulated militia. That's a well-practiced people's army. We have all these answers there, right? But I can't get us past some of that because we're too busy fighting with each other. We're too busy creating the circular firing squad and shooting at each other. Well, you're not Christian enough. Well, you're not conservative enough. Well, you don't like this, and I don't like that. Look at us. Look at us. What, what, what have we created? We have to do better than that. we got to get our stuff together, bind together, and actually defeat what this evil is right in front of us that's taking away our freedom. And when we, when we win that battle, then we can worry about whether or not you got a hangnail or not, or whether or not you got an opinion or not. Let's get the freedom under, under control first. And then we'll worry about the feelings things later. Let's get the freedom thing in our hearts, in our minds, and talking to our children and our neighbors. Josh and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I keep referring back to it because I want to refresh that thought. I want to go back and I want to water that seed of thought of getting in touch with your neighbor. 
you guys are you guys are understanding what tyranny looks like in this abusive nature. You guys in Buffalo and Rochester and those places and way away from Albany. Albany, your governor is telling you that, you know, this is why we're all we're all gonna die because of climate change. You guys are going from what yeah, is it snow and then rain? You got rain now and you're gonna snow again. And yet you're this lady supposedly now on a climate uh expert because she won an election. But guys, the only people that give you the answers, I'm sorry, let me look at it. The people that give you the answers that you want um, are the ones that you pay. See, if you go to a scientist and you give him some money, he's going to come up with the answer you're looking for. And that's, that's how that works, guys. And the sad part of it is, is we keep falling for these climate experts. I mean, you're telling me that Al Gore is a climate expert? He can't even quote his own facts accurately during interviews. He can he gets flustered in the fact that you can sit there and quote actual data from core samples that we can see where hey, there was a different atmospheric pressure. There was different levels of oxygen. Why you know I damage carbon credits? Give me some money because you have to pay for your carbon credits to so that you can then you know make carbon. So if I give you money, I can throw carbon into the air. Okay, so does the money fix the carbon there? No, it's just a taxation, so that way you learn your lesson. What? So I'm going to give you money for carbon credits so I can burn as much carbon as I want to, but it doesn't make the carbon go away. It's just you taking money away from me. I think that's called mafia extortion. What do you? That's not, that's not making more freedom. But how far away? I mean, look at the circle in which all this just keeps rotating back on and back on and back on. And I want us to be mindful that, listen, guys, if we bind together as ourselves, remember, even in the Bible, it tells you when two or more are together, I am there. Well, what happens if there's maybe two or three or four of you sitting around talking about what you want to do for each other, what you can do to collect rainwater or have chickens or go down to the farmer's market? Hey, if you're going down there, I need some meat. Can you pick me up some as well? You end up trading with each other and working with each other to create a community. And then you don't have to look to them. What if you turned your back on those people that think they have power on you? What if the power was really inside of you? What would that be like? How amazing would it be if we just had self-reliance? I mean, what, is it? what, what do we have to create a slogan? I don't know what a clever slogan for self-reliance would be, but uh, I'm sure we could come up with something. I'm sure we could come up with something like something very clever, you know, but, but self-reliance. I get up every day providing for me and mine. And that's it. I don't have any other engagements with a foreign entity or somebody from a far, far away land that's telling me how to collect rainwater or how many beehives I can have. Or now they're trying to create some vaccine for bees. Bees are amazing. I am a beekeeper. I've had bees for years now. I'm going to tell you, bees are amazing. They do great work. And they don't need government vaccines. Like, what are we talking about here? We're, We're... now we're going to go into bees, which are the one thing that actually keeps this earth green moving forward. Now you think you're manipulating them. Another government touch. What's the unintended consequences? And what's the return on investment for this much effort that they're putting into controlling our lives? What is the return on investment for them coming in and touching you and messing with your daily life? What is that? Has your life been better? I mean, seriously, think about this. We have a supposedly a social welfare system out there. But it's created a stop feeding the bears slogan because these people keep coming back to it and keep coming back to it because they've grown dependent on the government. And so this is the this is like the bear who goes back to the trash can over and over and over again. They become lethargic. They don't go out and forage for themselves. They get sick. They end up dying early. 
because they're they're not actually out there doing what's instinctually a part of who they are. And yet, this is that whole thing, right? Where we circle it all the way back. What is the slogan we need to do? Self-reliance. What do bears need to do? They need to be self-reliant. Bears are amazing in the woods, and they do a lot of great things for the ecosystem because they have to be a part of that, just like introducing the wolves back to Yellowstone. It's amazing what that did for conservation in Yellowstone. But yet, we don't want to talk about that, right? We don't want to talk about where we hunted all the wolves out of Yellowstone because they were the bad people. But sometimes the unintended consequences, we have to learn from those. And we got a lot of examples out there. So, folks, keep your head on a swivel. I'm Jim Price here Dr. Light. We've got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. I'm Jim Price with Dr. Light. Thank you guys so much for tuning back here in WYSL. Thanks. Um, we do have a lot of things in front of us. The self-reliance thing is, I think, is a big part of it. Um, we do have a caller, Mike from Rochester. You there, Mike? Hey, Jim. How's it going? 
Not too bad, sir. How are you? Hey, I got a slogan for you. Depend right. on you. Depend on you, not on them. Depend on you, not on them. Now, is that a registered oh. trademark through Mike of Rochester? Yes. Also, <laughs> hey, also, too, that I, another thing I like to throw out is a shameless mm-hmm. plug for Red Pill. Go, okay. to, go, to, go and watch you guys on all the alt media. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot more out there and, and stuff that we can really go over and get in depth with. It takes time. I mean, it takes time to drill down on these topics and really show yeah. all the interconnected webs that we have. So, yeah, that show is awesome to be a part of it. And it's interactive, too, as well. Um, and it's it's a good part of really kind of getting your mind wrapped around how big this, this plan really is. Yeah, definitely get off of YouTube. Go to Rumble. Yeah. Go to Odyssey. Go, go even right. DLive if you have to. Yeah, I mean, uh, CloudHub. CloudHub is actually a completely uncensored platform. I know Jeff Brand, the CEO yeah. of CloudHub, C L O U T H U B. Uh, really great platform. I I get great views there, but he does not censor, and you can say whatever you want there. That's what we need to do. We have to we have to we have to make our own communities. As yes, you sir. Guys have been I've been preaching it right along for years, and I've had friends right. tell me that I scare them. Freedom scares you. Yeah, freedom scares you. You need to be scared. So that's all I wanted to say. Hey, thank you, Mike, so much for calling. We'll talk to you soon, sir. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Well, and that's Mike's true on that. I mean, I love this. Depend on you, not on them. And this is what we have to think about, self-reliance. What can we do to make the world a better place? Now, this ties into a little bit of a conversation that me and Josh have kind of trickled around or stepped around a few times about the, uh, there's about 27% of people out there that actually have a running narrative, what they call a, a conversation in their head, where they're having all uh, other thoughts other than either what they're saying or what they're hearing. And so this means that you actually are like, you're living life, you're like alive. Uh, that means somewhere around that 70% of the people you run into today are just zombies. And I think that this actually gives us a better way to understand why they've been talking about zombies. And they talk about how these zombies are just oh, they're just coming to eat your brain or whatever they're going to do. And they just seem very mindless and walking around doing weird stuff. Well, in reality, if 70% of the people really are just, there's just uh, dead air going on. There's no noise in their head. There's no talking. There's no, you know, reasoning. There's no thinking things through. There's like, well, okay, I have to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this done. I got, oh, I got that convert. Oh, that's kind of, I got called that guy. I mean, these are things that, that 27% of us are actually doing, which is a very small amount. So it's less than one-third of the population of this globe really is alive. So what does that mean? Well, it means that actually you could go over there and you could talk to that individual who may not have that running narrative, but you could create a running narrative for them. Imagine if you actually had the antidote. What if the antidote was your words? What if the antidote was your frequency as, the, as, as your voice leaves your body and it goes in and it resonates with them? It starts to plant those seeds and actually starts resonating back inside of them and that starts creating thoughts that they end to have on their own. What if it was actually just you engaging with one another? How simple would that be? Would that, if that was the answer, and I'd honestly think it's probably closer to the answer than we really, I mean, we're, we're thinking it should be, you know, we're going to spend a trillion dollars to get to that answer, Jim. You know, you're throwing money at the problem. That fixes everything. Well, what if it was just actually the kindness of your voice and the understanding, but also the knowledge that you have that you can start that little 
narrative in their brain. You can get that little record player finally spinning, blow the dust off, drop the needle on there, see what we can actually get them to see. And when people talk about this, like he was saying, the Red Pills Project, you know, part of Josh's uh, show, he, he there's things that a lot of times we can get people to be interactive. We can get things going. We, the, things can happen. But but honestly, it, it means that you have to put forth effort, right? You have to put forth effort. That's not that's not asking too much, is it? I didn't say you, you know, cut your left foot off, mail it to me, and I will give you the password. No, don't give me, don't send me anything. Don't send me your left foot, please. All right, I said I don't want, don't, I am saying now, don't want, but I'm just saying, how hard is it just for effort? Now, I get that they have social, they have made us socially awkward. They've made it to where we socially don't interact with each other the way we should. I get all that. I get you have apprehension. But what if the, you realize that the person you're talking to, they really, there's nothing else in there. They're not, they're just saying program. They're just saying program words. Uh, you need mask. You need jab. You got to go do government thing. What if you could break through that just because you have your voice. Your voice can go in there and shatter that darkness and actually create that for them. And then you get to be the person who started that for them. Imagine if then that person goes and does the same thing. How quickly could we get this? We shut the entire world down for a fart in the wind called the coronavirus, the big Mexican beer flu. We're all going to die. Oh, we're all going to die. Bless my soul. Well, we, sh- we all stopped moving like stopped doing everything, okay? And that didn't take but a second because, yes, they had the narrative, they had the media, they had the death counter with like it was a MDA telethon. Yeah, don't get me started on MDA telethons. Anyway, but the idea is like think about what they were doing, but what if we just literally made a purpose to really make sure we reach out to every single person, whether we think they want to hear it or not, and we stop, we stop giving them little truths, and you plant those seeds, and then someone else comes along and says the same thing you say. Well, now they're watering that, that seed. They're nurturing that plant that's starting to go. They're nurturing the narrative that's created in their head. And now we broke another one free, and we broke another one free, and we broke another one free. And man, how fast could we turn this whole thing around where we find that how our body is harmonizing with the earth and out the sun and the, getting back to a calendar that actually makes sense to us instead of these odd day months and weird things and Golly, what if that, what if it was just as simple as us putting forth for effort, just a little bit of effort? I mean, this is a psych, this is a scientific experiment that they did where they actually found out how many people were talking. But what if they stumbled across with the idea that we could actually go in and, and quote unquote infect those that have just dead airspace in their head, going, nothing going on? They're just existing, live, breathe, make money, go to bed, live, breathe. You know, just, that's all they do. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. But what if you could go in there and you could stop that and you could create something in them that's different and then they join you and all it is is you talked to them in a way that motivated them and met them where their needs were at. Knowing your audience, that's that's the brilliance of this is I don't think I, I don't think we need to come up with, you know, I mean, we, we, need, we do need to help, we need to fund and do things that we know are going to move the needle. Those that can go out and do things that maybe you can't. But make sure that you're tuning your radio in when your buddy who's asleep gets in the truck or the car or comes in the house. You leave the radio on or the TV on to watching certain things so that your neighbor or your family sees that. And maybe at first they're like, oh, I just can't believe this is playing that. Oh, that Jim Price show. Oh, who wants to watch that? But the problem is, is that 
even though they say they're not listening, they're listening to say that they don't like it. But when you're listening to say you don't like it, you're actually hearing what I'm saying. And see how that's going to plant that seed? Josh has got his show. I've got my show. Support those shows. See what can come out of it. Maybe, like I said the other day, maybe you don't want to do those things. Maybe that's it. But then you got to put forth the effort with your dollars. Or you got to put something, some kind, you got to get some skin in the game. Don't sit on the sidelines like, hey, man, I, I'd have thrown the ball better than that, man. I'd have, I'd have said that different. I'd have done this. Well, either get in the game or finance the game or do something to be involved. You know, we guys, we give you all these great suppliers of products that can make your life better so that we can support the show. That's how this all works. It's the two-man saw effect, right? But also, what can you do in your local community? I mean, I have, I have people that I, I have on my show, and they're like, I got people from Switzerland and England and New Zealand and all these other places New York, I have some of the New York City is like one of my biggest markets, believe it or not. I, I'm really amazed by that. But imagine that people in New York City are listening to my show. So what am I dropping in there? Oh, there's millions and millions in there, but I've got a couple thousand. I'm in there, 10,000, 20,000. I'm getting in there. I can't get them all, but I'm getting some of them. And what if they get some of them and they get some of them? What could we do with New York? What if we could, could transform New York into a safe haven or a place that is amazing for true free thought, true self-reliance, being able to say, I know what I want and how I want, and this is the world I want to live in. And I get to do this my way without government getting in my way. And that's what the, wasn't that the Frank Sinatra song, I did it my way. I mean, why not? Talking about the Big Apple, do it my way, but why not do it where it's freedom and liberty? And all that is, is you plant those seeds and then watch them grow I've done, I've seen, done and seen a lot of things in my time doing radio and all this stuff. And it's been amazing where I have people come up. It's like, you know what? I listen to your show every day because I know you're going to give me something I can use. And I go out there and I use it and it works. That's awesome. Well, that's what we all should be doing, shouldn't we? We all should have those same stories. So it's us. It's me, you, you and I. I, I am, right? All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up here on Dark to Light. I'm Jim Price, WYSL. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. Delight on the WYSL stations. Welcome back, everybody. Jim Price here on the Dark Delight Show, Middays. Thank you so much for being here on WYSL. This is a great, great week. Lots of neat things going on. I, and I say neat because, you know, we, we feel like we're seeing some victories out there, right? We're seeing those little touches, and, and we really feel like maybe we're, we're going to catch some steam in the right direction, get this train turned around on the same train tracks it's sitting on. Sounds like a miracle, but I think it's possible. Uh, guys, I wanted to update you. If you guys really wonder when I tell you vote with your money, you remember I've said that before? Vote with your money. Oh, so says Jim Price. Oh, vote with your money. Whoa. Like it's some kind of witchcraft, right? It's not. But I'm, I'm, I'm going there's the new Davos thing coming up this here very soon in the 16th, and I want you guys to realize it's these are people who are going to a cool kids club on their private jets with their staff, and they're going to have their limousines and all this other type of stuff that they know you know, just burns fuel and does what they want because, hey, you know, 
They're above all that. Now, here's a, here's, a, here's a list of things you want to listen to. This is the guests. This is the guests that will be going to. This is kind of leaked out, so shh, don't tell everybody. I'm telling you that this is the list. This is secret, secret stuff. Shh, right? Sorry, right, here we go. All right, now listen. FBI Director Chris Ray will be there. Oh, so why does he need to be at the World Economic Forum if, uh, what? Wait, isn't he part of, well, yeah, that sucks, doesn't it? The CEO or CEOs of Amazon. Well, we should spend some more money there, shouldn't we? How about BlackRock? Well, you know, BlackRock owns a lot of things too, Nabisco, and, you know, we'll just run down that layer. Uh, how about old Fizzer? You know, that uh, great pharmaceutical company making your life better through chemistry, Fizzer. Um, they're going to be there. And top officials at the Gates Foundation. Remember, I have the exact same medical degree that Bill Gates has. None. I play a doctor on television sometimes, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and then uh, there's this. There's this. Okay, so this is 50 heads of state and government have confirmed that they're going to participate in this annual meeting. Now, that means people like the potato in chief, right? People that are in the high, high, the elite elites, the ones that think they're really cool, but they're the puppets of somebody else. Well, this list is out there. And like I said, we got Chris Ray, we got the Amazon people. So remember, when we vote with our money. Remember what that means. Now, um, Biden's climate envoy, John Kerry, is going to be there because, you know, he needs something to do. Uh, let's see, the European Central Bank President, Christine Lagarde, Lagarde, whatever her name is, obviously she's important. Uh, the World Health Organization Director, General, I don't know, how do you say that guy's name? And then CNN's uh, Farid de Cesar and Fox News, Maria Bartoloma, or Bartolomeo. Why is she going? Well, why? I thought she was on our side, or is she on our side? I don't know, maybe she's just going to go there and be the news. Maybe she's doing that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. I, I hope something actually comes out of this where maybe she gets in there and gets us the right information. I don't think so. They, I mean, I don't think they're going to give us anything other than what they want us to see. But this is the world we live in, guys, where they're literally telling you that they're going to this vacation spot and they're all going to come together with all their white, shiny planes and they're going to fly in there with the pilot and the co pilot and the stewardess and the, and the luggage and the entourage and all the support, you know, equipment to go in there and be a part of that then they're going to try to figure out what your future should look like. They're going to figure out how many loaves of bread a year you get to have or how much petro or, you know, get natural gas you get to play with. And, well, I'll give them so much, and then that's it. There's no more. Guys, you understand that we have some of the most limitless energy on this earth, and the technology behind ether and other things that are going on in this globe, nuclear, cold fusion, all this stuff, this stuff is all being held from us so they can do this. So they can go and have a meeting on how they're going to tell you to eat bugs. And I, you know, I, I, I've, I've, you know, inadvertently eaten a bug or two in my day, and I'm going to tell you it's probably not the, at the top of my list of things to do. And I've seen what bugs can do to a home. I've seen what bugs can do to things. And then again, I don't want to participate in that that circle of life there. I want to have my free market. I want to have my freedom. And the only way we're going to do that is if we all stop playing their game and we walk away. It's like it's like a bully, right? Remember, isn't that this like you know you have this one guy 
he's not really that big, but he's just got a big mouth and he does a lot of this or this girl who always just always and there's a lot of talk, right? And you know, they want to get up in your face and then you and you look at them and you're like, wow, you really aren't the brightest uh, bulb in the box here, are you? But they get a lot of noise, right? They got a lot of people looking at them. Well, that's no different than these elites. And then they get us to like, well, John said this about Bill. You guys ought to fight each other and all, you know, the stir stick stuff, right? Or Sally or whatever. And so if we really think about this differently, if we just look at them and go, you guys are idiots, and then just turn and walk away. Oh, they may want to try to grab you. They may want to tap you on the shoulder. Come back to it. No, 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 come back. I want to fight with you. I want, come on, me fighting with you controls you. And you're like, nah, I got this. Pound sand, buddy. Go pound sand because it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a useless activity. Bye. I'm out. I'm, I'm going to go do my thing. I'm going to go and live with my fellow Americans. I'm going to go live with people who believe that freedom is the first priority of every sentence. And I always default to freedom and not to incarceration. Imagine that. Imagine that. They just walk away. Is it? I mean, it's just, if you don't give them power, if you don't argue with them, it takes two to argue, right? It takes two to fight. Well, you could fight with yourself because I'm not going to play. Go find somebody else that's dumb enough to fight with you. Go find someone else that's dumb enough to, to live under your fear. And these are just, this is the simple thoughts of the day. This is not something like I just you know, cracked a physics question. This is really us taking our power back. When we know the Constitution is written only to limit the government, and never once does it refer to you as being limited in any way. In fact, it says that there are so many other things to list, we can't list them. We're going to give you the highlights. We're going to give you some of these characteristics, these, little, these, these things that you can drop down from there, you know, like you know, having a weapon and being able to say what you want and be able to move freely and to travel freely. Did you know that it's actually in your – the way that your constitution is written, the way your states are actually formed? It is their job to ensure commerce. So that means that if you are impeded at all in commerce, meaning moving, traveling freely, they're liable for your damages. Well, we don't talk about that, do we? Well, there's nobody going to let us have that, Jim. We can't sue the state for money for making you sit at a red light. Well, the problem is, is that we don't participate in our government enough to know what the real answer is, do we? Well, Jim, that's just ludicrous. The lawyer will never do that. Oh, you mean the bar associated, the British accredited registered lawyer you're talking about? The black robe judges, they're not going to give you a fair shake? Don't, 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 no. Guys, we have to get better at doing this, and we have to talk to each other and work ourselves through this, because if we all walk in together and say, listen, we require you, we've given you guys money, we had expectations of a quality road, quality transportation you know, system that we give you money to, and you're not doing it. You are failing. And so we are going to penalize you and take you out of office. We're going to penalize you and move you aside and find someone who is an expert, a true expert in what road services should be. You, the guys, this is like a basics of our life. I mean, I travel all over this country. I've been just in the last 12 months, I've been to both coasts, uh, the West Coast four times and the East Coast five times. I've driven that. And, and then I've bounced around all these other places in between, down in Louisiana, other Texas, and all this stuff. And guys, there are parts of our country that it's like a third world country. And th this is this is their standard. They're okay with that. But that's not the direction we gave them. That's not what we tasked them. And they're not even doing that basic one. Well, we need to do an infrastructure bill, Jimmy. And then that way we fix all the roads with trillions and trillions of dollars. How much of that money ever hits the ground? Seriously.
all that bureaucracy, everybody getting their taste, everybody getting a little bit, little bit, little bit. Next thing you know, by the time it gets down there, that's why they're using asphalt, which is a semi-permanent uh, road surface. It's not actually meant for permanent road surface. It's supposed to be there while you're interim putting in concrete. But again, we don't even talk that way. I mean, this is, we, we just, was, what, guys, effort? Living life with purpose? Uh, that's a, I, I, you, guys are those, you guys are the people that I know can make the difference. You guys are it. But we have to put forth that effort. And if my constitution limits them and my elected servant, my public servant, is not doing his job and who is bound by the constitution, who has less rights than I do, because, see, they're bound under the constitution as a public servant. They don't have the rights I do. They don't have the privileges I do. None of that. None. They really don't, guys. That's how far their immunity is away from that. So this is where we educate ourselves to be better citizens, right? Better people. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up. I'm Jim Price here on WYSL. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. 
Welcome back to Dr. Light with Jim Price. I appreciate you guys tuning in. we just got a few minutes left here of the show. Remember, the old twilight zone where things just don't seem normal. But are they? Yeah, no, boop, whoop, well, up and down, around. Oh, so here we go, guys. Just real quick, I want to go back to that zombies thing. I mean, they've they've shown us in movies and TV and all this thing, these these mindless things that come walking towards you, oh, making weird noises and green goo coming out of them. What if that's really what we look like? Maybe that's what, when you're not connected to what's really going on in the world around you, you're not really plugged in and trying to live your best life. Maybe you're just kind of stinky flesh. Maybe there's something more there that we could actually look into and say, well, I kind of get it. I kind of get these guys really are, they're kind of just sucking off society. They kind of really don't make things better. In fact, I'm a little afraid of them. But this is what we're talking about. I mean, this is the, this whole cycle of things. Now, January 11th, um, the United States on Wednesday extended the Mexican beer flu pandemic status as a public health emergency until April. Hey, guys. It's still an emergency. We better hide because there's, there's, oh, scary, scary stuff. This is bad. I mean, this is dumb. I don't know, bad, dumb, ridiculous. I don't know. What word do you use here? Our government is using, quote, unquote, emergency powers. They're still using their emergency powers because of this is still going on. The extension allows millions of Americans to continue to receive free tests. And, and, and more government chemicals in your arm. And then treatments and expanded Medicaid. Oh, more government? Oh, hey, yeah, more government. That'll fix it. It's always fixed it all along, hasn't it? So the emergency was declared on January 2020 when the Mexican beer flu pandemic began and has been renewed each quarter since and was due to end this week. Well, we couldn't let a good tragedy escape our grasp. We must, must do our best to control the people through fear and manipulation of the law because, well, they don't know the law, but I do. So as a result of the continuing consequences of this Mexican beer flu, on this date and after a consultation with public health officials, uh, this is just goes on. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is not immediately uh, ready to respond to any request for comment. Well, wait. So you're still continuing to run over my rights. You're continuing to spend money like it's not. It just doesn't. Well, it doesn't exist. It's not even there. It's whatever. And uh, I'm supposed to just be okay with that because you just said it's still scary, guys. We gotta do scary stuff, and scary things mean scary times. So I'm so brave. I'll I'll just keep you under under my control and that's it that's what this is that i there's nothing creative about this they don't study any statistics they're not giving any like case the problem what we have is is that people who took this this so uh, mexican beer flu government chemical that they put in these people's body they're the ones that are having a problem now i mean and then uh, guys I, I i understand that there's a lot of opinions about different parts of this but some of this is coming out still very hot and heavy as that the people who get these refreshers, these boosters, um, there's something about this. I was talking to I was talking to Doctor Bar- uh, Bartlett uh, over the weekend, and and actually even this morning, and the things that are going on with this government chemical and how it causes fibrous material to grow in your veins, clogging your veins, it takes your immune system and then turns it against you. So then you start creating these fibrous material in there as a response to that injection and this is 
it's just being re-verified and re-verified and re-verified over and over and over again. The problem is you don't know until it's too late. You don't know until it's already happened or you're just dead. This is like, this is the, I, I, I have, I have really, really began to wonder if this isn't going to be worse here in the next few months, even going into the end of this year, we're talking about the economy falling down. I'm talking about my population and my fellow man. And I fear for them. I fear for them in ways I really, I mean, guys, we got to be thinking about what we can do to help them. And there's different things we can do to detox the body. There's different things we can do to get parasites out and heavy metals. Heavy metals is not the atomic weight of the metal, but it's actually the damage it does to your body. So aluminums and different things like that that get in your body, they're very toxic. They're very, very harmful. And you could do detoxes. We have those available. You, if you reach out, we can get a whole, get you in, in touch with the right people. And a lot of it's not very expensive. We're talking a hundred bucks for a therapy, and uh, you know you get and you you should really doing this detox about two, three, four times a year, depending on your contact with things around you. But this spike protein, they're, they're, why are they saying they need to continue this on? What about our society is actually falling apart that they need to maintain this control through this emergency extension? What is it they're doing? So either they're enjoying the power, or they know something that we don't. And I maybe there's some more things that are coming up. No different than the whole blockchain thing. I mean, there's some. I think they're trying to scare people out of out of crypto into crypto. There's there's some different things out there. Oh well, the government will help you if FTX fell apart. But then that guy's on house arrest, living in what? Again, it's just that cycle of things. So you got to ask those next level questions. And I and I really wish there was a better answer for you than the fact that your government just thinks they need more power. That's you know what you know we got this thing going on. Let's go ahead and let's, let's get some more power out of it. Let's get some more fear out of it. It's crazy. U.S. to bulk up Pacific military presence as China eyes Taiwan. Now, why is why is Taiwan and China in the deal? Well, that's where the block. That's where the supply chain thing comes in, right? We talked about this yesterday. You know, the U.S. is having to get involved, and Japan's going to get involved. Well, what does that mean to the shipping ways? What those where those guys are just trucking back and forth, dropping off product. What happens when we interrupt that because of a war? How convenient of a time would it be for us to go into war uh, where our supply chain really comes from our medications and things of that nature? Those are the things you got to think about. So if you have the opportunity to go out there and get yourself, you know, a few extra things here and there, get yourself some silver and gold. These are the times, right? And hey, if it all comes out roses, you still got silver and gold. It didn't evaporate. It didn't go anywhere. It's still there. The value still maintains itself. In fact, it keeps increasing. And Kirk Gellert tells you guys about this stuff. He constantly talks about this. It's still increasing in value, still increasing in value. And be mindful that right now, the only reason the stock market's where it's at is because the inflation of the dollar. The inflation of the dollar is what makes the stock market look like it's alive. It's, it's all fake hot air because it takes more dollars to buy what it used to. And so the values maintain. Even though the true value is decreasing because the devaluation of the dollar takes more dollars. So it looks like it's staying around at 32000 it's a miracle. It's a miracle. We got all that staying around 32,000. It's not going to last. It can't. We saw the bond markets flip last year. We've seen how what silver and gold is doing. We've seen what the clearing houses are doing at night. We see the shortage on cash. We see the shortage on silver. These answers are right there for you. But I'm not trying to say, hey, go put your head in the sand. But when I talk to you about this and when you see it happen, you will actually flow through these transitions and get through these things because your mind was already processing how you would deal with those scenarios so you're more prepared. 
You see the difference? It's not, I don't want to be, I don't want you to be afraid of anything. I want you to be empowered. I want you to feel like you're going to go into this strong because you know what the play is going to be. You know what they're thinking. You know how they're going to play this out. So when you are on your toes, you dodge all this and you come out, you just come out smelling sweet on the other side because you had that information. And this is our world. So remember, we talk about it all the time. We say, remember, the future is a reflection of your heart now. And what we do with our heart right now, that's up to us. What we want to do to make sure we're in the right place, the right time, get this fixed in here. And then, you know, then we work outward from there, right? So make sure you have your heart in the right place. And that's how we do that. We don't have to go along with this. We don't have to go into the one world religion that they're trying to create. I mean, if you if you don't think there's a one world religion trying to be created uh, through Muslim and Christianity, um, yeah, go look it up on the Internet. It's not hard to find. You don't have to follow that. You can stand up and be your own people. You can stand on the Constitution. And I understand that we have have a lot of different things of universal commercial code going on in our today's society. But be mindful of that. And then you get to be in control of what your future looks like because you have better information than others. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Dark Delight with Jim Price and Josh Reed. I really do appreciate all the co- uh, comments and things that we've had over the, uh, these last few weeks. It's been great being a part of your life middays. So thank you guys so much. I'm Jim Price, Dark Delight. We'll see you guys tomorrow.